0: Hi, I'm Ian Whitaker, city analyst and host of JC Deco Digital Change Makers Podcast, the podcast that showcases industry research and insights to inspire senior marketers to push the boundaries on their marketing strategies and become change agents in the organization. Over the last few months, it feels as though we've reached a tipping point on a number of important issues affecting the marketing industry. We're hearing about hardships hitting a number of digital companies, such as Google, Meta and Spotify, which is the first time we've really experienced a digital slowdown, in our career lifespan. We're hearing a brand such as P&G, Adidas, and Airbnb refocusing their marketing spend from performance back into brand marketing. Plus, in terms of social responsibility, we're seeing our creative industries making real strides in opening up conversations about diversity, class, and age. So what will 2023 bring us? There's only one group of channels which really showcases the progress of these conversations. Mark Twain once said, the public is the only critic whose opinion means anything at all. So, in this podcast, we're talking about going public, communicating messages to the public in public, and what that can mean for businesses. I'm joined by Zoe Harrison, Head of Awards Production at 1854 Media, curator of the wonderful Portrait of Britain, an incredible joint initiative with JC Deco. And I'm also joined by Janet Guest, Head of Communications at JC Deco, to tell us more about what it means to be big, public, And trusted. Hello, Janet. Hello, Zoe. How are you both?
1: Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having us today. Oh,
0: not at all. No, no, no. Absolute pleasure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolute pleasure at all. And we're here to talk about the wonderful portrait of Britain. Yes. uh, And what it means. So why don't we start off? Zoe, Mm -hmm. why don't you tell us about the story? Portrait Britain.
1: So Portrait of Britain, so, um, Portrait of Britain um, is an award that I think we, we were discussing. We think it started six years ago, but it's in its seventh edition. Um, it's a photography award that aims to capture the many faces of modern Britain. Um, so what we do is we invite photographers from across the country to share um, what Britain looks like through their eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an award that every year... Um, not only shows um, the diversity of um, life in Britain today, mm-hmm. whether that be um, you know geographically um, across communities, um, but also the diversity in uh, photography styles and photographers. So okay. every year we have um, uh, photographers that, for us, are, are you know from me that looks at photography. I was very lucky to look at photography mm-hmm. every day. Um, names that we see coming up quite regularly, mm-hmm. um, like Julia Fullerton Batten. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have uh, work from as yes. I say Julia Fullerton Batten um, not this year but in previous years mm-hmm. um, Laura Panik, um to people who are equally fantastic photographers but let's say have taken an incredible photograph on an iPhone um, okay. which you mightn't be able to tell by the photograph but it's a real oh. uh, celebration and bringing together of um, the photographic community in Britain mm-hmm. um, this year we always have a fantastic judging panel yeah. I have to say <laughs>
0: um, of course obviously yeah.
1: um, and this year um um, there's no different. We have uh, Renee Masai, uh, Martin Usborn, Miss Anne Harriman, mm-hmm. uh, Shan Adicott, and Sabina Jascott Gill, mm-hmm. who have done a fantastic job at judging this year. Um, but I think that my favourite um, kind of uh, summary of what uh, Portrait of Britain is was actually mm-hmm. by a. Um, one of the Portrait of Britain winners this year, mm-hmm. uh, Coes Maya, okay. um, who described it as "I've got it written down here." No, um, no, please, an annual photographic census of the British people, which I oh, think is a lovely yeah. description of the award. Um, yeah. So yes, that's what that's what uh, Portrait of Britain is. Yeah, and
0: that that is sort of a, a very clear and concise sentence. I think you're right. I think that brings mm. out, really encapsulates, yeah, what the reward the award is. Mm. I mean, I mean, this is a question for both of you. I mean, both Janet and uh, and Zoe for outdoor. Mm. So, sort of what makes outdoor such a great medium mm. for Portrait of Britain?
1: Shall I start? Yeah,
0: feel free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so, I think you know, Portrait of Britain. The intention of it is that it is a um, you know, it's an exhibition by the British public mm-hmm. of the British public for the British public. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, fantastic contemporary photography. Mm-hmm needless to say, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's uh, fantastic contemporary photography that you can see um, going about your everyday life. So mm-hmm. we work with fantastic gallerists mm-hmm. and um, we put on uh, really, have to say, brilliant exhibitions mm-hmm. in gallery spaces. But what makes Portrait of Britain really great is it's so accessible. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be a photography expert to enjoy mm-hmm. it. Um, you don't have to know everything about photography. Mm-hmm. Um, you just enjoy it for the sake of enjoying it. I think one kind of comparison that I would have for it would be poems of the underground. I don't okay. know, it, yeah, you know, for anyone that yeah. is listening that has been to London or lives in London, if you're sat on the tube on a, a, a miserable Monday morning, you look up and you see this excerpt of a poem and mm-hmm. I'm by no stretch of the imagination a poet or mm-hmm. a poetry expert, but it's something that I really enjoy and something that really, um, you know, brightens up my morning. And, mm. um, So that's kind of one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is that it's really about for us celebrating the joy in the everyday Mm -hmm. and taking a moment to really quite literally put um, the people who aren't um, celebrated as much as they should literally up in lights. So, you know, Mm -hmm. mothers, ministers, um, musicians, um, just generally members of our communities, you know, Mm -hmm. portraits of them you know, six foot tall in London in London Bridge Station. Yeah. Um, and saying, you know, these people are important. These people are what makes Britain great. Mm-hmm. These uh people, um, their stories are valid, they're important. Um and I think for us that's really important and it's something that we've seen on social media, both from the photographers and from the subjects getting really excited about. I think I won't go into it. You, you can... Yeah.
2: I mean, I yeah. think it's really interesting what you were saying about social media mm. um, and to your question about what makes out of home so special. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things is out of home is seen by everybody. It's a very public medium when you're out and about, whether you're in your high street, shopping malls, whether you're in the train station. In fact, it's just gone live at Heathrow Airport. Okay. So wherever you are, whatever your touch points, out of home can reach you. And that's what makes this particular exhibition so special. The other thing that makes it so special is um, out-of-home is very public, public medium, but it also primes... Sort of the the private screen of mobile, and it's like so interesting. You're talking this mm-hmm. year more than any other year. We have seen social media set alight mm. by um, by Portrait of Britain. The photographers themselves, the subjects, um, sharing um, what sharing the public screen. Mm. So I think that's that's quite important. Um, and I also think the other part that is particularly important about being on out of home is that it enables you to tell stories um, across across the screens because of the quality of the screens. Mm-hmm. They are this photography is so fantastic, and you can see it you can see the detail Um, one of my favourite pictures is um, it's of a church, the the group of uh, grandmother and her mates um, at the church bingo, and they're just coming through the. It's beautifully framed um, through through the sort of um, that the hatch as mm-hmm. they're making themselves cups of tea and coffee. You can see you can see the biscuits, you can see the detail on the biscuit <laughs> they're having. You can see their beautifully done fingernails. It's it comes through so clearly mm-hmm. on, on the screens when you you sing it at a bus shelter or you know standing waiting for a train, and I absolutely love that one. Um, so I think what this exhibition does more than anything is it turns the public screen of Out of Home into a, a national portrait gallery. Mm. Um and it is, you know, so impactful. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I think that's, you know, really making gonna make a big impression whether you're a professional photographer, whether you're a member of the public, whether you're a brand. I think any brands going through any of our um stations or shopping malls will it, it's quite arresting. I, I think you will look and think, what can I do for my brand um yeah. that could um, you know, deliver this, this kind of impact. And I have to say, I've seen some fantastic work um, up at the minute, for example, from Celine. Um, okay. And I often think that is very similar to Portrait of Britain. It's very powerful, very strong images. Um, and I absolutely love how they play out across a lot of, um, I often see it in West London. Um, <laughs> uh, and and um, so I, I do think that this is a showcase for what, what you can achieve mm. with Out of Home.
1: Yeah, I think just to add on top of that, and again, with social media, um um, I know that you're we're talking about Ellie B but um, um, Rory Langdon-Down mm-hmm. one of our photographers mm-hmm. this year I think he's won he's won quite a few years yes he yeah. has he's a very very brilliant photographer yeah. he shared a video um, on his Instagram um, of uh B who's the subject of okay. um, his portrait being told that you know the portrait of her had won and she'd be um, you know the, her portrait would be shown um, across mm-hmm. the country and she was so excited mm-hmm. and it's if if I can find the video, I will. I'll show it yeah, to you. Yeah, no, just, that'd be it's, great. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's really it's a beautiful beautiful image, and I think that that really kind of uh summarizes the excitement around it. And I've seen as well, I've seen a lot of uh, subjects. Um, I think it's Anna Anna Nubar uh, Nubar, um, a photographer. She um she works with an agency called Zebedee, um, which I believe, um, but I could be wrong, um works with models with visual differences okay um, and several I've seen several of the, the models that she's photographed um, their portraits portraits of them one and they're yep. being shown across the country and I saw a beautiful um, uh, Instagram post talking about how how important it is for them to have their faces literally again
2: up in lights mm-hmm. and kind of celebrated for who they are. Sorry, just Mike. Oh, talking about sorry to break in, but t- yeah. t- t- talking mm-hmm. about L.E.B. Um, Rory Langdon Brown, who took that picture, and he is a regular winner of, um, as you say, a portrait of Britain. What I thought was so special. So this picture of uh, L.E.B., um, who has Down's Down syndrome. What's even more interesting. Not only is it a brilliant, powerful picture of um, this um, Ellie, who is in a performing kind of arts mm-hmm. um, group. Um, the photographer his great great grandfather uh, so rory Langdon down his yeah. great grandfather was um the doctor that first identified down syndrome and oh, set really? up, oh, and okay. yeah and set up a hospital um which had an awful lot of um sort of it was really fast far sighted and mm. and uh, about a lot of arts work and kind of for for for, for people with down syndrome to kind of to, you know in terms of mm. the the, the mm. process of of you know work, working mm-hmm. um and and um, I think that's really... It's kind of come full circle. Mm. Mm. I, I think it's absolutely... Yeah, phenomenal. that's incredible, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's there great. you know, there,
0: yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's a very interesting fact just um, um, just put in it. Now, now do I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, yeah, just to reiterate, I think for us celebrating the British public um, and, you know, really taking a moment to celebrate people who... Um, just maybe don't feel celebrated and, mm-hmm. uh, but are incredibly key, um, key people in our communities um, I just think is a fabulous
2: thing to do and what I yeah. also thought, um, picking up on something we were just chatting about before we came yeah. in, you were saying that this is the first year, in fact, that um, you don't have to pay to enter. I mean, you can have one free entry, mm-hmm. um, which has really opened it up to so many more people. And I sort of thought that's a really interesting parallel with Out of Home, because you don't have to have a subscription. You um, you know, it's, it's free to access. Mm-hmm. It's diverse. It captures all communities. And I thought it was absolutely fantastic how... you you have kind of reflected that in in how people can uh, enter the competition and that has you were saying that's had a tremendous kind of impact on the people coming forward and the stories that you're now able to share
1: yeah I think it's something that you know we were reflecting on um, last year I can't Mm -hmm. remember (laughs) but we were basically again the intention with Portrait of Britain is that it's a, as I say, I'm going to say it again an exhibition by the public for the public Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just you know we want to show as broad a range of what life in Britain is like as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order to try and take down some of the, ba- you know, we're trying to take down barriers slowly mm, yeah. in order to um, make it more accessible to a broader number of people. So we've um, we've uh, yeah, I think this this is the first edition that we've um, opened it up so that everybody can enter one portrait for free. Um, so that's um, yeah, with the intention of invite or inviting in a broader range of photographers from a broader range of backgrounds to share a broader range of stories so mm-hmm. that, you know, the exhibition itself is a more accurate representation mm-hmm. of um, of Britain, basically. Yeah. Um, which I think has, has, I'd be keen to, you know, I think I'm really happy with that we did that and I'm, you know, I think it's really been beneficial I have to say
2: and I think it's reflected in the coverage that you've had this year because we've mm. had coverage you always do so well with coverage in The Guardian and mainstream publications mm. but this year you were just saying so we had one uh,
1: I saw last week but it m- may well have gone up earlier um, at Attitude magazine um, which is a magazine for LGBT, the LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. community and um, I just told you
2: was um, it hyper uh, hyphen. hyphen hyphen hyphen, which
1: mm-hmm. is um, a um um, an online publication um highlighting issues uh, within European Muslim communities. I okay. can say that that's directly related to that, but I think mm-hmm. that um, you know, I think it's a wonderful thing that it's not just um, you know it's not just a, an exhibition um, mm-hmm. for the likes of guardian readers but yeah. it's, it's an exhibition for Britain as a whole.
0: okay uh, And that that I think is a critical point mm. on that. I want to come back actually to something you said, Janet. Just in terms of, of, and you gave the example there of Celine, and I've seen those ads. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, they're fantastic ads. You are mm. they're very very bold mm. and so forth. And and the whole sort of idea of outdoor being big, public and trusted. Could you just sort of go through the sort of way of thinking, sort of, of on that? And I know you've already talked a little bit about sort of uh, this just now, but but sort of outline your your sort of thoughts on where out of home really can deliver the message?
2: Well I think we've um, seen for example um, during the pandemic things like um, that we had a fantastic campaign against uh, well, not against, um, combating vaccine hesitancy mm-hmm. that Outer Home is a channel that can reach all audiences um, and you know, backed by data, can can really pinpoint. But I think the key thing, and I think that's what you're kind of asking me about, is, yeah. is really about trust. And there are there are a lot of studies. Um, there's a, a study called "The Moment for Trust." There's also one that um, fellow collaborators, uh, Clear Channel, uh, have done about trust. And what that uh, all those studies show is that if um, something like sixty percent of customers say that if they trust a brand, they're more likely to buy from it, but um, what it also shows is that there's a real opportunity for brands to be on platforms that deliver trust and when they when this study looked at which platforms were the most trusted out of home came out has come up come out consistently top followed by tv and so what that means is there's an opportunity for brands if you like to have a halo of trust Mm. um, if they book uh, an ad on, on on out of home and the reason for that is because it's big it's in the public eye there's the famous saying um, you know you can't tell lies in public and that's why we've seen lots of brands i mean big brands such as uh, airbnb PG, all these brands who um you know ha- have to balance sort of branding and, and activation and they need the, you know the, they, they need to be on trusted um public um mediums such as out of home and tv but we've seen them really going big this fantastic campaign last year for airbnb in in heathrow just amazing um and um, I also think that um, when it when it comes to trust, there's you know, you know it's 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 op- I think the fact that it's open to everyone um, makes makes a huge mm. huge difference as well. Um, and, and and so you know you, c- you can tell the stories; everyone can access it.
0: Mm. Um, and I thought sort of what you said in the level of detail as well when you were talking about the grandmothers in terms of you could you could really go down and see the quality of the biscuits also as well <laughs> as a medium that that's also sort of for many advertisers and. No coincidence probably luxury is a big user yes. of of out of home for that particular reason
2: well I think when it when it comes to creativity um, on out of home um, as you can see from portrait of Britain um, and you can see from any of any of the big advertisers if you have you know fantastic creative and then you you put it on the public screen you can you can target by by Demographic by location. Um, I mean, this particular campaign is, is going across genders, ge- geographic, geographic, geographies, and generations. Mm. Yeah, um, but I mean, the the, the power of out of home with, with data now to tell any particular story to reach mm-hmm. a particular audience is, is really unsurpassed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and I think
0: I want to come back actually, just on is a point we just touched upon, Zoe, mm. in terms of, of the photography mm. that was taking you was say, saying that. There are many examples here of of photographs that have been taken by an iPhone, yes, and so forth. So, so maybe you could just talk about some of the change that you're seeing in terms of photography well, so I, throughout the throughout the years.
1: Yeah, well, I would say that um, it's difficult to talk about. You know, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'd never describe anything as a trend, but you know, photography in its nature reflects the world that we live in, mm-hmm. in the same way that you know any other. I'm going to talk about it in in an art form because that's how i see it um the artwork reflects the world that we live in um so i would say that you know at the moment we're seeing a lot of um people talking about class which Mm -hmm. is um obviously due to cost of living crisis Mm -hmm. um due to you know generational um uh differences so such as you know young people are far less likely to be able to ho- own a home mm-hmm. so it's something that people are thinking about and therefore something that ph- photographers who are people yeah. <laughs> um, feel passionately about and feel uh, driven to make work about um, I think uh, from like a, a visual perspective um, we're seeing um, a lot of uh, you know we can talk about black and white and yeah. we can talk about um, you know um, digital manipulation mm-hmm. but I think that the main thing that um, impacts photography is what, you know, what's happening in the world. Yeah. So I would say in this edition of Portrait of Britain, um, as I say, we've, we see um, a lot of people uh, looking at issues with, to do with class. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of people looking at um, uh, the idea of protest. So mm-hmm. whether that be um, you know Ukraine, mm-hmm. um, there's a, a absolutely beautiful portrait by Elenia uh, Emmett. Um, a portrait really, really tender of, um, it was a peaceful uh, protest uh, about, um, ov- uh, due to uh, the Chris mm-hmm. um and it is so beautiful um, but yeah, so, so protest is something that we've seen um, quite a lot of um, ideas of heritage and identity mm-hmm. um, and also more broadly community okay. um, which again, this is, you, the th- as i say because going back to the idea with photography is it, it is sim- it is a reflection of what is happening mm-hmm. in the world at the moment I would say that for me the, the work that always stands out to me is work that feels the most personal yeah um and honest um and kind of from the photographer's own experience um it always feels the most raw and i think that generally with photography you can tell if it feels honest
2: mm-hmm.
1: um you can tell, You know, if somebody's who has no idea what the work is about has been flown in to take a picture, versus somebody that knows exactly, you know, can feel what the um what the work is about, Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, it's you know, you can you can feel it, and I think that it's you can tell whenever someone's being genuine or disingenuous, and I think that that's really important, Mm -hmm. um, and I think that. Generally speaking, um, I think that there's a real desire for people to see a broad range of stories from a broad range of backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You know, his photography is a relatively new invention. It's eighty, you know, two hundred yeah. years old, um, and for the vast majority of that, it's been a very small demographic demographic of people. Who have had access uh, to the equipment and to the platform to people to share their photography, mm-hmm. and I think that thanks to um, changes in technology and making photography more accessible, mm-hmm. um, as well as several other factors, um, where you know people are, people from a, a broader range of backgrounds are able to pick up a camera. Take photographs mm-hmm. and make fabulous work, and I think that that's really exciting. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think we've seen that in the ones mm-hmm. coming through this year. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, we were talking earlier about uh, I can't remember her name the the, uh, the the Thai boxer, the Muslim mm. girl Thai yeah. boxer, and she was just saying um, how fantastically empowering it is to to do boxing, and um, it, you know, it stops her from being bullied, and mm. um, and it's just fantastic to, mm. to see those sort of some images coming through. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's really it's really great. I think. Um, you know, it'll, it's the the breadth of um, people's experiences. And, you know, it's again why we opened it up this year to mm-hmm. allow, every, allow everyone to have one free image entry is because we're wanting to see the, that broader range of stories. So British Journal of Photography, it's a fine art photography magazine. Mm-hmm. We obviously live in a bit of a bubble. And I think that it's really, um, I think it's just really important to see and also interesting for me because I, I only live in one part of the world one part of the country and I think that it's really interesting and important to share as broad a range of experiences
2: as possible mm-hmm. um, but yeah you, um, you were saying because you were saying that you travelled up to Edinburgh and, I did yeah. and it's amazing yes. you were saying about your experience of seeing it there
1: yes so I um, I was up in Edinburgh mm-hmm. which was lovely
0: yeah. my favourite <laughs> hey, city
1: it's, it's a nice place yeah. <laughs> favourite favorite <laughs> city in the country um, but yeah, I was up uh, with my family last weekend, and I was in—I don't know—Sainsbury's buying a, mm-hmm. a lovely meal deal, mm-hmm. and um, I came out, <laughs> and my mum was also. Wait, and this Portrait of Britain was up, um, which okay. was really yeah, really, that must have been, which is lovely. Yeah, um, and I also was saying um, to you mentioned Heathrow. Mm-hmm. One of my colleagues um, is from Australia, and she's just come back from a wedding. And she said she we got in at five in the morning, jet lagged and exhausted, and thinking about all the work she yeah. had to do. And she came in, and there were just rows of portrait of Britain in the airport, which was just a lovely,
2: wow, okay. a lovely kind yeah. of introduction
1: to like welcome back to the country, welcome back to this, yeah. you know, um, uh, you know, just a, a lovely. I just think it's lovely.
2: I think yeah. what's so nice as well is our partners have been so supportive of this. So Network Rail, Transit for London, Heathrow, yeah. the shopping malls. Um, absolutely behind it because they recognize the importance of diversity and inclusion and yeah. telling those stories and using the public screen for the public good and that is also part of what jayster co you know is so why we're so proud of it because mm. it really is part of we see it as our agenda of kind of giving back if you like mm. um you know out of home you probably don't many people are not aware of this but out of home really does fund all sorts of things there are fantastic art projects like this mm. you know on street defibrillators, the bus shelters mm-hmm. themselves, which are designed and maintained mm. thanks to ad ad spend, mm. um, free Wi Fi. So this is another sort of proof point, if you mm. like, of how and why fifty percent of out of home revenues mm-hmm. actually fund great, good work like this, mm. um, which I always think is quite interesting. So I don't think people are really aware of how advertising really has has a two two pronged effect. Mm-hmm. Not only a brilliant channel for brands and to brands tell their story, but the flip side is the out of home spend abs- ab- absolutely drives good good work and um great um public services
0: mm. i think uh, <laughs> it's mm. quite funny because you've had, you've you've actually sort of during the course of these conversations knocked off two of the questions <laughs> that i was going to ask <laughs> <laughs> we, we, no that's absolutely fine no, that's great actually you know superb. it's going to be you know talk about some of your your favorite portraits which you think you originally <laughs> you both did and then for janet also talk about for what chase the mm. code i was so gonna that,
2: ask you a question
0: though ian well um (laughs) hold that question just for a moment and i I, am gonna actually ask sort of uh, ask you both sort of of i guess for both of you what would you say when you look through those portraits what would you say is the key takeaway that come from them what what is the one thing that when you look at it you say what it represents about the state of britain today
2: I've, I've got one word I think resilience um, mm-hmm. I think these are fantastically powerful stories of what it means to um, be in, in Britain today for all the different people you know we're not perfect but kind of I think they show we may be all be very different but we're kind of we are similar to and kind of it's a i I feel really proud when i stand and i mean maybe that's ridiculous but i feel really proud when i stand on a train platform or a bus stop and i see portrait britain it makes me almost want to cry which is ludicrous (laughs) but i I just think it is fantastic Mm. and i couldn't be prouder to be part of it so that's what Mm. i take away
1: i think mine's similar in the fact that we spend all year looking at the news Mm -hmm. and seeing all these horrible things (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know politics um, you know I mean politics <laughs> Yeah, let's just leave it at yeah. <laughs> that um, and, please <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know we you know there's a we think about uh, we, I think due to the news and Twitter and everything we're I think we're shown and we're kind of thrown into this idea of a completely divided nation mm-hmm. Um. And I think that I always love Portrait of Britain time of year because it just, it goes to show that that's not what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all these, uh, f- uh, we're all funny people living on a funny island. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. And I think that, um, I think it's, you know, as I said, we do have some um, familiar faces in Portrait of Britain. Like we have David Attenborough oh. and Grayson Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that... Sandra Rhodes? Yes, of course. Sorry. Alan Cumming. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got quite a few. Yeah, we've got th- quite a few, yeah. But, um, you know, it's people that, who I might not, you know, personally recognise, mm-hmm. but what they represent is something that I recognise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talking about the the ladies in the bingo hall, I feel like I know those, I, <laughs> I know those women. Um, you know, they're people that I recognise, they're people that I've had conversations with. Mm-hmm. Um, they're people that you see in the street and that's what, you know, that's what I think is, is brilliant about it. Mm-hmm. I think that it is kind of this idea of um, I wouldn't go as far as to say like complete unity, but certainly um, community mm-hmm. and I think that that's probably what I would take away from it is this idea of community on okay. um, a nice break, as I say, from, you know, what we're kind of seeing shown on Twitter and, and yeah. the news.
0: which can be a bit, as you say, overwhelming mm. at, at, at times. Oh, Janet, sorry, I, I, I sort of, uh, you know, I cheekily said, "Let me ask a question first When you were going to ask me what, so please, please do ask.
2: I just wondered, um, as you know, you're the August host of all these podcasts, <laughs> and you know, a, a, you know, your your sort of background as a media analyst. Yeah. What do you take from this? I mean, what what do you? Is, are there any lessons we need to take from how this will be absorbed, the messages from this, or the themes? Um, in the in the boardroom or among yeah. clients, is there anything you you can um, share with us? Yeah, can
0: add. Well, I, I'd probably there's probably three things mm. that sort of spring spring to mind. I think one is specifically on outdoor, which is you know as you say it could be a very powerful medium for getting across the message. You know, the detail that it shows the trust, the fact that it's free, it's out there, everyone can see it. That makes it an incredibly important advertising medium, sort of. And I think sometimes that doesn't necessarily get reflected in board conversations. So that'd be one point. I think the second point is it sort of feeds into... And as you mentioned, there's a lot of work going on at the moment in terms of diversity, equity, inclusion, the realisation that... Britain is a diverse place and that needs to be represented in the, in the workplace. And you are starting to see more and more of that come through from the messaging sort of from companies. I'd say actually a third point, and, and, this, and this I feel is maybe not, hasn't been brought forward as much as point two, is it's very easy when people sit in the boardroom, yeah, and indeed in, in, you may argue, in the media industry as a whole, to be very concentrated on what happens within sort of London and particularly you know zones 1 or 2 of London and completely miss what's going on outside the country and to take the view of actually what happens in London or what happens in a particular area or indeed your own experiences is therefore very representative of what's going on in, in general population and again from you know, I haven't seen the the exhibition myself I will will go and see it mm. but for the things that sort of even in this sort of a relatively short conversation the things that you outline I don't think that necessarily companies realize just in terms of the the demographic diversity that we have and that does have importance has importance from an advertising perspective how the messaging is is crafted and just generally for society as a whole so probably for me actually those be the three three points I would emphasize
2: Hmm. yeah that actually seems to summarise quite neatly what um, you have in your press release, which I was okay. saying. I, I, I was saying badly. I didn't write it. No, I, uh, I mean,
0: have seen it, but yeah,
2: it was genders, geographies, generations, it's, and I, I thought that was a, yeah. a very good summary. And actually, I was thinking that just chimes quite neatly with what you yeah. were just yeah. saying. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's been fantastic. So, Janet, Zoe. Thank you very much for your time. It's been great.
2: Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. No, not at all.
0: And here's to many more years
2: of success. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you
0: very much. If there's anything more you would like to ask us or hear more about, you can email uk.digitaldiscovery at jcdeco.com. We hope you enjoyed listening and wherever you get your podcasts, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Plus you can check out my short e-learning series on the JCDCO Digital Change Makers Hub you're only a couple of clicks away from learning more on how to become a change maker in your own organization